Welcome, welcome to Life Clarifications with Natasha. And I appreciate you guys being here on a Thursday instead of um, Wednesday. I'm doing a kind of a special show today because of the fact that I had something special to do yesterday. So I wanted to kind of come back on and treat you guys to a message today. So today's message is about partnerships. And it was kind of interesting how when I was walking uh, out of where I was at yesterday, I, there's a somebody who is very special to me is retiring. And so we had our party last night. Uh, and it lasted longer than I thought. So I was like, you know, that's why I knew I couldn't come on yesterday. But the thing was, is that I walked out and I asked, my guides, what do you want me to talk about tomorrow? And they said, partnership, relationships. And so with that, that I thought, well, that's a good message for me to give today because we're all kind of struggling with friendships, relationships, partnerships, our bodies, and all those kinds of things. And so today's message is not necessarily just going to be about work partnerships. It's going to be a little bit about everything. And so I wanted to give this idea to you about partnerships with the things in our lives, right? So as we're going forward and managing, because we're coming into like this Chinese New Year of the rabbit, well, rabbits, you know, they kind of hang out together, right? Uh, they hang out in groups. So they talk about, you know, how can we be that way? And, you know, we all are struggling with getting back into being with other people still after COVID, right? That we kind of lost that and want to be with people. There's the anxiety, there's the struggles, there's that part of us. And so even our day-to-day -day relationships with the people in our house has been a struggle. I know that many, um, you know, because I do spend a little bit of time because it's something I keep doing, um, uh, you know, certain days of the week because of the fact that I love to help kids read. And, uh, you know, and a lot of them are struggling having relationships with friendships because they're assuming so quickly that the end all to be all is about how, um, how can we do things? And like, I was having a conversation with somebody today about, oh, conversations have been really interesting. If you've watched my videos, I've been doing some things about starting out with, I had a conversation with somebody because of the fact that these conversations are triggering some of these things that I'm understanding that I need to talk about with you. And that's what I like to bring in some supportive work into that understanding of why we have to have partnerships with the things around us, even the partnership with the chair we sit in or the partnership with the animals we have in our house or the partnership that we have with the tree out in our yard. If we have a yard, you know, those are those things that, you know, how can we have partnerships and, you know, partnership doesn't mean that we have to have a close relationship. It can be something that just having a unison with something, right? So going forward and doing the work that we're doing, it's about how can we have connection with the things around us? And yes, that includes our body, right? And many of us forget that our body is the thing that is the vessel that we need to take care of while we're in, on this physical plane, right? So with that, the going forward and, and doing the work that we're doing, and, and being where we're at, you know, it isn't about the story of how can we create something. It's about tending. It's like tending of fires. I just got the image of it. The tending of the fire, tending of the, um, of the um, you know, maintenance of the car. It's like maintenance of a lot of different things that can create a new pattern in where we're at, right? So going forward in our dance of life and going forward in, in our knowings of, of who we are and where we're at, that, you know, it, it is about the, the, the giving things a chance to heal, giving things a chance to have a voice. So when we're talking about partnerships and doing those things, and as I kind of roughing up my voice a little bit today, um, 
you know, I've been kind of emotional because of the, the person who's leaving. Um, she's very dear to me and, you know, but at the same time, I'm good. I understand the process of change and, you know, I, I just, my love goes for her, you know, she's going to have some, you know, interesting time coming up, but I'm not going to go into her story, but going into this thing about partnerships, about how can we be in partnership with, let's say coworker, right? We all have different opinions. We all have different knowings. We all have um, moments where we have higher energy, lower energy. Um, we have um, scenarios where we just don't know what's going to happen next. We don't know what's going to come out of somebody's mouth because of maybe they're having judgmental moments. You know, there's that thing. And and so coming into a partnership with a coworker, you know, taking the perception, you know, taking a perception if you can, that everybody's going through something, right? So how can I have kindness? And like I was talking to um, one of the one of the the students today was about how, you know, um, you know, she was saying that I just don't know what to do, you know, without the fifth graders here, and, you know, they were on a field trip. And I was talking to her, because this is someone I've been talking to for a couple of years now, um, about how to maneuver working with others, right? And, you know, she, you know, somebody just said that they couldn't be with someone because of the way that they interact. And then she started being honest and saying, I just don't know how to deal with sensitive people. I don't, in, I don't know how to manage the sensitive people. Hmm. Isn't that a perspective? I don't understand how people are sensitive. Well, I get that. I mean, a lot of us are wondering, why do they get away with something and I don't? You know, why, why is it that their anxiety overrides them doing their work? You know, why is it that things happen? And like I was saying that, you know, it's okay if somebody is sensitive because you have sensitive moments, I know, once in a while. You know, I understand that there's this sensitivity that's happening, Right. But a lot of times when we're working with the sensitivity, you know, we don't have the, the compassion that some people need at the time, which is fine. How can we know what kind of compassion they need? We don't know what's going off in their emotional base or their mental base, right? So with that, and, and please, if you have a comment to say, please say it with kindness. Because um, it's about an interaction here. And I'd like your perspective if, if you have one. That, you know, going forward, that like I told her, I said that, you know, many times it's not about right or wrong. And, and she says, well, this person's not going to be uh, taking my uh, my apologies. And I said, that's OK. They don't have to. You know, they have to heal. They have to feel safe. And but the thing we can do is to heal that is to be kind. You know, we don't have to be friends, but we can be friendly. You know, and, and that's the thing about a lot of times that you know, we hold on to things so much that we forget the time moves on and the sensitive people that we have around us. And, oh, my gosh, there's so many of them that they don't have a rough skin around themselves very much. Right. And so they don't really realize how to negotiate much of themselves. So going forward and, and managing this partnership, it's about how can I have kindness, friendness, not necessarily, we don't have to be friends, but we can have friendliness, right? How can I have this, this knowing of, of the, how can we have this perspective? We don't have to have their perspective. We, we can have our own. But at the same time, though, we can, you know, somebody's having a moment and they say, give me a moment. We walk away, right? If we are needing to give a moment of, of um, inspiration, we can just say, well, my my kindness is with you and I'm sorry you're going through something and I'll give you a break, right? We can choose some words that have kindness to it. So now having a partnership with, let's say, you know, a mate, you know, our other, our, our other um, be, you know, we're in a relationship with someone, right? It could be a girlfriend relationship. It can be a... Um, 
hi on Instagram and hi, whoever's watching, you know, I'm grateful that you guys are watching this. So that, you know, when we're talking about a partnership, you know, we have partnership with someone that is dear to us, like a sister or brother, right? Well, how much history does a sister brother relationship have, right? And so partnerships with the ones that we have, mother, fathers, aunts, uncles, you know, um, best friends that are like siblings, you know, what can we do to have partnerships with these people? Well, like I was saying that everybody's going through something right now and we, we don't necessarily understand all of it. How can we understand it? Because it's not necessarily, hi Veronica, um, it's not necessarily, um, you know, something that is, um, in our understanding, you know, because we're not in their brains, like I said. So going forward, you know, that sometimes like today, I've just been kind of all over the board in a different world today. You know, it's like, I'm here now. Yes, I'm talking with you. But yet it's like, you know, if my husband came home right now, he'd probably say, oh boy, well, you can't even put pizza in the oven, right? You know, it's like, because I'm not necessarily all here today because of, I don't know what's going on, but I do know what's going on. At the same time, I don't know what's going on, right? But that partnership. So I called him up and said, hey, would would you like pizza? I'll even pay for pizza because it's like, well, he made me cookies this morning. So it's kind of that tit for tat, you know, type of thing, because he showed me love when I needed love, you know? So I want to show him love. And so the partnership of the breath in, the breath out, how can we balance these things and and like I may not be my truer self today, yet at the same time though, how can I be kind to those around me? How can I be engaging to the one those around me? Is not necessarily that I need to be in or out, but or up or down, but it's just that you know, being that my energy is respecting those around us, and so. You know, why should I yell at somebody if I'm upset, if they don't even know why I'm upset? That partnership needs to have a moment where we're, you know, like um, we were having a, I was with somebody for a little bit. We were having a conversation about how am I being responsible for somebody else's reaction? And I said that, you know, it's not necessarily that we need to be responsible for their reaction when I say something. But a lot of us forget when we're interacting in a conversation that we're forgetting that it's our intention. What is our intention walking into this conversation, right? What is our intention to be there? We also forget that we have emotional base that is coming to the floor when we have these conversations. So checking in with our emotional base too. So checking with our emotional base and our intentions when we're having a conversation, we can make sure that we are on the cleaner path to having a conversation with somebody, right? And then when, we, when we're checking in with that intention of emotional base and mental base and, and, and you know, getting a clearer why, sometimes that takes a moment before we open up our mouths, right? So we can interact with the conversation. And in the partnerships that we have, now this can be helpful in any communication we have. Somebody on the phone when, you know, our cable is not working, right? Or um, a moment where things are happening, just like I couldn't send a text when my girlfriend, when my friend was here, right? Because I had to wait for her to leave and then my, I could send the text. So energy-based. So I instead of getting upset with the text that wasn't going through, I kind of held back and I just kept, I said, okay. We need to engage in this conversation and then moving forward because of the fact that, you know, she knew that I was going to get, go on live. Right. Um, and so she knew that I needed to do a couple things before I went on live. So I wasn't disrespecting her, but I had that communication with her, right. That I needed to get this done before I went live. So going forward and, and, and enjoying the path that we're on, that it doesn't always mean that our partnerships are going to be clean and, and without bumps. They are. And that's the thing about relationships is that we're going to have the bumps. We're going to have the growing sessions. We're going to have the moments where it's like, holy crap, this is an implosion going on right now. How can I get out of this? 
But moments change if we allow them to change. But a lot of our sensitive people cannot change as quickly as of us who have tougher muscles or more muscles that we've used, right? So being aware of that, that moment of, of application about our emotional base and our structure base, that can be helpful, right? So when we have partnerships, relationships, now I'm going to let you know that a lot of people out there right now are looking for, um, uh, and, um, you know, I, I'm not going to, she's not going to let send you a friend request. Um, so I am, uh, um, no, I'm not going to allow that. So I'm going to block you um, if you're watching this. So I do not appreciate that comment. Um, she will not take you as a, as a reader. So I, um, I apologize. Um, if you want to watch this, um, you can watch it, but I am not going to have that on my show. And I apologize. I'm setting up boundaries that way. Thank you. So going forward in this story of partnerships, and um, delete comment. There we go. Come on. There we go. Uh, you're welcome, Veronica. Uh, so going forward with this story of how things are happening and being. Now, did you hear how I was still kind to someone even though I was blocking them? And I know that this person is somebody who's just, you know, doing the thing, but it's not for me to be mean, right? It's not for me to, to set forth a, a, um, but it's that sternness. So how can we have compassion for something? How can we have knowing for something? Um, how, um, how can we negotiate those, those differences in ourselves? Um, and so it, it's, it's an interesting process because the fact that boundaries are a good thing in relationships, but we can be kind with them. And, you know, going forward in our story um, uh, and, and being here, that, um, that it, 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 is a, it is a dance, right? And, um, and so be in a moment where um, where things can happen in front of us, but it's about being in a relationship, in a partnership with those, um, you know, this is, I'm getting done with this. So you can be done. I'm not asking you to do a friend request. Um, I'm not doing this. So I apologize. Um, my inner, there's something going on with the energy today. Like my text didn't go through. Things are not cleaning up. So I apologize. Um, so I'm having to do some things on Facebook here and I apologize. There we go. Uh, so going forward in our story about how can we communicate well, right? So, you know, communication and partnerships, like even partnerships with people who we do not want to have around us, there is a way that we can say, you know, hey, you know, in, in our school, we have something called Kelso's Choice. Either say, stop now. We can say, please don't. We can say, like, I need to go, I need you to go away or I'm going to go away, make a different choice. You know, there's these council choices that kind of give us adults some knowledge, right? How can we use that? But it's all about kindness. So if somebody doesn't want to hear, stop, right? So Samuel, whoever you are, you need to stop, right? And then it's moving forward. So partnerships with life is not going to be easy, right? It's not going to be easy, but yeah, how do we negotiate them? 
using structures, using knowings, right? Now, I want to talk about now partnership because we are struggling with being with each other, right? But, you know, having kindness, having understanding, being responsible for our energy and our intentions can help those around us, but it doesn't necessarily stop what they're going through. So having that friendship, right? But having a partnership with our, let's say, our um, our bodies, right? How can we have a better partnership with our body? Ooh, didn't think that would be part of the conversation, did you? Well, I need to redo my um, definition because I was doing my definition about the show um, uh, through um, I, um, last night when I was tired. So I didn't do the full thing that I knew I was going to talk about today. But the partnership with our body. Did you know that our bodies have knowings? Right? Our body has knowings, and yet a lot of us doesn't talk to our or interact with our bodies, right? So we have a mental mind, as I'm pointing to my forehead. We have a heart mind, as I'm pointing to my heart, and we have a digestive mind. And so a lot of times our mind mind likes to control things, right? But it needs to have a partnership with our heart mind. Because our heart might be in something or may not, but our mind wants to do it, but our heart's just not in it because it's not part of the dance that we need to do at this time. Or our mind or our taste buds want to eat something, but our digestive mind says, what in the hell are you thinking? Right? So how can we have a partnership with our bodies? Well, if you think it's the year of the rabbit, right? Well, what do rabbits eat, right? They eat a lot of greens. They eat a lot of things. But they also have to take care of their own bodies, right? They have to maintain their own bodies. So how can we take care of our bodies better this year? And it's by listening, right? Do you think I eat a total clean diet being spiritual? No, I love sugar, right? But I can tell you, though, negotiating in a better way. So like for me, I struggle with eating breakfast. I'm not a breakfast eater. So going through the process of this, I kind of decided that, you know, I'm going, you know, we've been making oatmeal raisin cookies. And I'm like going, oh, my gosh, if I add more oatmeal um, cranberries, raisins, we use molasses and you know, all these different things that I can actually have protein powder in it. I can actually have a um, breakfast bar. Now I am not um, bothered by eating flour. Now I can't eat a lot of it, you know, anything overdosing, right? I, I don't want it. My body says don't. So I don't, I'm not a big bread eater. So I don't get bogged down with a lot of that. So I'm not a gluten person, but yet at the same time though, you know, these cookies are like so great for me because I'll have like two cookies and then I'll come home and eat more meal because I get done, you know, where I can eat an earlier lunch, right? So going forward, it's like, how does my, my body saying hallelujah to this, right? Hallelujah. Because of the fact that it's asking for something to change. Now, does it want me to eat it every day? No. The, the batch of cookies, I'm going to put a lot of them in the freezer so I can take them when I need them, right? When I'm going to be in a hurry. I'm also eating more sunflower seeds because my body likes those right now. So eating those things that really taste good or interact actually do better. So getting into a partnership, listening to the partnership, right? How can we go forward in this dance of who we are? By having these um, interactions, these interactions with our body. Now, if we have knee problems, right? How can we give ourselves a break and negotiate it? How can we move forward with it? And, you know, how can we listen to, you know, a lot of us are, are needing to eat things differently now. Our bodies are not handling a lot of the byproducts that have come forward with, um, with, the, with all the, the junk that they put in our food, right? 
Now, there's a certain kind of cookie that I like to eat that I can go and buy. And actually, it's something I can eat um, now that I can eat a little bit more corn because um, my body's not so reactive um, that I can eat a little bit of something things. But what I'm hearing is, you know, as I'm eating one and then I eat two. Oh, wait a minute. Now it doesn't want three. You know, and and I might want to eat three, but that third one is the thing that says to my body, my body says to me, what were you thinking, right? So be willing to listen to something. That means interacting with it. Does that mean scarfing something down, right? It's about being engaged with ourselves. So what am I engaged with as I eat, right? So now I'm starting to eat different things again, right? Because of the fact that as I'm going forward and negotiating things that I'm able to eat other things now, but I can't eat things with cream mushroom soup, you know, Campbell's cream mushroom soup, soup because there's too many BIPOCs in it. There's too much MSD and all that kind of stuff. I'm making my own cream mushroom soup, right? And so going forward and and, and negotiating this that I have really, um, you know, it's like, how do you make your own cream mushroom soup? Stir up some mushrooms, right? You cut them up, chop them up if you need to a little bit more. And then um, put a little flour in there. Add a little milk if you need to. Or you, if you want to use chicken broth, you can do that. And then, you know, make the sauce. So, um, Veronica, um, Let's see. You were saying um, I had to switch over to mushroom coffee um, because of the acid in regular coffee. I love it. Uh, my stomach feels much better. Oh, yay. Congratulations. And good job listening to your body. That is the trick is, is that, you know, what can we do to balance out these stories? How can we balance out these stories of who we are? And it is about, you know, listening, you know, and some of these things like coffee, you know, a lot of us love our coffee in the morning, but how do we feel after? How does the partnership in our body feel after? And sometimes we don't know what that is. Like for me, I had uh, migraines for the longest time and or headaches in the morning. And then it was like all of a sudden that I noticed that they were increasing after I ate certain things. Potatoes. Potatoes. Oh my gosh, I had to take myself totally off potatoes, right? Love potatoes, love french fries. You know, potato chips, right? Had to take myself off potatoes. I can tell you after a little bit, my body get felt cleaner. But I noticed I was a little headachy, like let's say after I ate certain chicken or certain things. Ah, the pesticides that are on the potatoes or on the chicken, you know, the chicken is eaten off the ground, right? And so looking into a lot of those things that, you know, what is the partnership with my body? My body said that there was something wrong, something off. It wasn't major, but it was major enough to give me discomfort, right? And then I was asking the chiropractor the other day. It's like, if I eat something like with tomato sauce in it, like a little bit of ketchup or barbecue sauce, my back breaks out. Why doesn't my front, but my the front of my body break out in hives? It's my back that breaks out in hives. Well, he said that, you know, if, if it hurts, if it hits a certain part of the the, um, the, those tissues are processing, right? If it's part of the, um, if it's part of the, uh, cause each vertebrae represents an organ, right? Well, it's right where, um, the center of my back is right. Um, kind of in between my shoulder blades and a little bit lower. Right. And that, you know, that whole area, well, that's the liver and the gallbladder area of the body. No wonder my liver and gallbladder aren't up to par yet because of all the stress that they went through when my adrenals were blown. So going forward and, and remember your adrenals have, have, have problems when you're under a lot of stress, that's your fear and flight mode. Okay. So if we've been stressed out 
and and going through a lot of stress, we got to look at our adrenals because the adrenals are the thing. But the thing is, though, is that, you know, my adrenals were starting to do better. My liver and gallbladder and spleen were starting to do better. And my kidneys were doing better because I was making sure I was washing water, drinking enough water and, and doing some tea that it's like, wait a minute, there's still something missing. Well, my chiropractor, I love how the universe you know, puts things in into play for you. And that's what's amazing is, is that if you kind of go with it. So my chiropractor had a family uh, situation that came up. So she had to quit being a chiropractor, right? Loved her. She worked with my body well. Very intuitive. You know, she worked with that. Okay. I needed another chiropractor. My dad was a chiropractor. He taught me about the body. I know about the energy. My body enjoys having chiropractic. Doesn't like to be crick, crack, crunked. No, I need someone who knows what they're doing. And so this person, or I look for people who do muscle testing or energy work. And this one chiropractor kind of got guided by him from a good friend. And he came in and the first thing he noticed was my pituitary gland was turned off. Oh my gosh, that is the beginning of the domino, the waterfall. It's the beginning of the waterfall of a lot of the hormones, uh, adrenals, um, all those things. And now that my my pituitary gland is is engaging, oh my gosh, I have energy again. I have um, I have uh, want, desire. I have um, curiosity, or not curiosity in a big way, but yet I'm getting to where it's like I have movement. And, you know, as much as I travel in my night, now I can go to many different dimensions in the night. I can go and do much work in many different places. So sometimes I come back to the body a little foggy, but I can tell you my brain isn't as foggy as it was. I'm waking up with a little bit more enthusiasm to be in my body that makes any sense. So being aware of, uh, of that story of where we're at and going forward and, and being who we are, that it's a negotiation with who we are and our bodies are telling us a lot. Our bodies are telling us a lot. So we need to start listening. I don't care what age you are. I don't care what age you are. It's about balance, right? If our eyes are not clear, we're struggling with something, right? And I know a lot of us go to alcohol to, or, or smoke or, or pot to fix some of our emotions right now. And I'm telling you, everything in moderation, everything in moderation is okay. Well, not everything. I mean, you know, a lot of the... Um, the fentanyl and all that kind of stuff. You can't do any of that in moderation, but you know, it's that, it's that finding a pattern. Cause I can tell you, your body doesn't want to have something 24 seven. It doesn't want to, like I was saying about these cookies that I have, they can last me a week because I don't eat them all at one time because that's not healthy for my body, my partnership with my body. I want to have energy. I want to have enthusiasm. I want to have knowings, right? So be where we're at in our, in our grace that way. Because we never know what's going to happen next. So how can we be in partnership with our, with our spirit guides around us? Ooh, that's another one. We are waking up to having a new knowing about our spirituality coming forward. And I can tell you, if you don't feel or see or engage with something. Now, I have just gone through my, since Christmas, about uh, about a week into the, the um, holiday season. So about in the first week in December, my garage door opener disappeared. I understand about fairies, right? Putting Christmas lights away. Found my garage door opener where I didn't put it. Within a day or two, my glasses disappeared. Put them in the same place every day. And if I don't put them in that place, I usually put them where it's like if I take them off here in my spiritual room, I put them off into that. If I put them off in the front room, I put them in a certain place. If I put them off where I normally sit on the couch, I put them there. 
right? So I put them in certain places. Well, they weren't there. One day I found I had an extra pair um, that I have that I keep, you know, where I can use them. Luckily, they don't take them. One day, my husband texts me and says, there's glasses on the front porch on the banister. I said, how did you know they're there? Because Cleo, our dog, smelled them, right? Noticed them. Well, how many times did I walk out the front door? How many times did, did she run out the front door and didn't even notice them? All of a sudden, they're there. I can tell you the first day when they came back, a day later, I was using my, um, my uh, roaster. I have one of those um, quick fryers, right? And one of the little screws that goes into um, tightening up so that the, the chicken can be on a roaster disappeared. Put it in a pot of water in the sink. I washed that pot. I knew that there was going to be two screws in there. There was one. So I haven't found it yet. Don't know if I'll find it. It's a small screw, right? But there again is the spirit telling us that we are here. Now, my garage door opener was about surrender, trust, and accept that I just, I wasn't going to get panicky about it, right? Um, it was about getting a new way going through doorways, understandings, right? Because I would have to get out of my car to open up my garage door, right? So how did that go? Because it's a portable one. My glasses, get a new vision. I started meditating. You know the trick that about my meditations? It's been a blessing because I do not meditate well. Is that Jesus came to me and said, come and sit with me on a bench. So I go to a bench. He says, by the way, Natasha, that bench gets movable. The first time I sat on it with Jesus, it was on a roller coaster. The bench was a roller coaster. So we were talking as I was doing a roller coaster. This, I, I walked down energetically to this bench. It's been in space. It's been in front of trees. It's been in front of the ocean. It's been wherever that they want me to have it. Who sits on the bench with me? Bear, someone from uh, the star system. He's um, Jupiter's from my home planet. Um, and, uh, uh, and then um, Jesus has been there. You know, all these different things, right? My higher self has been there. So it's been interesting spending that 15 minutes before I go to bed or when I go to bed, coming to the bench and seeing who wants to talk to me. So getting my glasses. So now that I've been practicing that and they know that I'm going to follow through, I got my back, glasses back, right? So there's that interaction with my guides. How can the universe around me work with me? Now, I'm going to tell you that if you've been seeing things out of the corner of your eyes, if you've been feeling things moving around you, if you've been, you need to smudge your house or clean out your house, right? But yet at the same time, a lot of these things that we see out of the corner of our eye are good guides. There are guides coming in. We have a bunch of new guides coming in that are helping us through a lot of the new stuff we're working through. So if you're having a new feeling of something around you, many times it is a guide. And I'm going to tell you, you're going to start feeling it. So how do you communicate with them? By spending a few minutes. Now, meditation doesn't take very long. Mine only takes about 15 minutes to get a message, right? But it's being available. So do what you need to do. Now, if you're not one that can meditate, walk. Walk from one end of the house to the other and just be available. Who wants to talk to me? And the first thing that pops in your head, trusting that process. So being aware of that, we are getting a lot of guides coming in. How can we have partnership with them? Now I can tell you that as we have partnership with them, our bodies are going to change. And the more we have partnership with our guides, our friendship and our relationships are going to change. Because of the fact that's about the balance of all that, right? So how can we negotiate the story of where we're at and what we're doing as we go forward? And it's about being in the process of being cohabitation with the things around us. And it's about trusting that process. Now, if we're having problems with somebody, you know, like the other day, I was um, starting to have problems with, with someone that I care about. 
So what did I do? I asked Jesus to come in and he actually said he wanted me to talk about him today. I asked Jesus to come in, right? And I asked his love to come. Oh my gosh. And if you don't believe in Jesus, you don't have to believe in him as the man of, of Christ or whatever. And whatever religion you are, that has to be, it's about being love. He's love. So what did I do? I asked him. I asked him to do a figure eight and it goes around with his love and it turned out to be colors of the rainbow around me and around them, around me and around them. And I asked for love of the partnership to happen better, the cohesiveness. Let us be more in tune together, right? And as these colors, and I can tell you the next morning, Things shifted with that person because I believed in it. I believed in the change could happen. And that's our intention with the partnership with our mind. How can we have that trust in the process? And it's about telling ourselves to move forward, to move forward in our lives. So with that, I think this is a good lead in to having a partnership with something. So I, at this time, like to pull Oracle cards. Now, Oracle cards are not necessarily based on any belief system. It's about, some people use um, tarot decks. I don't do tarot, I do Oracle cards. And Oracle cards are based on different things. So, um, you know what, Unicorn wants to come out today. Unicorn wants to come out. Um, and I will read a little bit of the book, okay? So if you're wanting a card pulled, um, the dragons want to come out. So the dragons, oh, I love the dragon messages. They're just so empowering. Um, so if you would like a card, please tell me you would like a dragon card or a unicorn card. I am also doing um, Wisdom of the Avalon card deck also. So... Um, if you'd like a Wisdom of the Avalon, please let me know. And on Instagram, all you have to do, thank you, Veronica, I will do a dragon for you, uh, that um, all you have to do is put out the intention as I'm shuffling for you. Okay, so Veronica, um, thank you for speaking up. I will, um, uh, I will, let's see here, shuffle a deck. And if you can put your intention of what you would like, and I have a feeling it's just give me a message. <laughs> so I will do that. So on Instagram, if there's anybody who would like that or anybody else who's watching would like a card, please speak up at this time. Woo! See those cards pop? You got two cards, my dear. Um, those cards just kind of popped out. That's the universe speaking for you. Ooh. These are two powerful ones. So you got, um, Veronica, you got magic and manifestation, and then you got courage. Magic and manifestation and courage. So if you would like a card, please let me know. So I will read um, magic and manifestation first, I think, yes. So that one feels like it wants to come out first. <laughs> and I opened a spirit, which is the card right before him. Okay. Magic and manifestation. We, as a unison, are here to help turn your dreams into reality, change your world, and support you. These two dragons are the only pair on the on one card of this deck. Originally, they wanted to be separated, but as I began to connect with them, they deeply, I realized that they were a beautiful pair of two equal parts, magic and manifestation. These unusual dragons are powerful allies to have and are among the most influential and magical of the dragons yet to come to earth. If they have shown themselves to you, 
Their message is, we have danced into your consciousness to reassure you that you, the worst is now behind you. Now, I'm going to say, Veronica, I know you're going to go through a little bit more. The worst is not behind you, my dear, but yet your tools and knowing and trusting yourself is. Okay. Knowing what you your life is. I do sessions with Veronica, so I understand her. That um, Hi, Bev, on Instagram. That... Um, uh, that uh, you're, you're still going to go things, but you're going to, you have love behind you and that's going to help you negotiate your story. Okay, my dear. Okay. So the worst is, um, behind you. Your journey has been a long and arduous one at times. Now look at the, look to the future and embrace what is to come. They carry the limitless energy of magic and manifestation and warn be sure and clear of your intentions when invoking our presence for we are the alchemist is what you are asking for what you truly desire will it serve you and benefit your higher purpose call upon us when you want things to swoop down into your life we are here to help Turn your dreams into reality. Change your world and support you as you undertake the, your journey. Look deep inside and ask what is it you really want. Once you are clear about your choices, we will assist you in achieving them. These dragons will dive into you and aid you when you need any kind of practical support. If you need help in specific aspects of your physical existence here on earth, you can call upon their dynamic help to help you manifest it. These dual dragons are known as the magical makers. Um, Bev, if you want a card, you can, um, you can ask for a card. Um, I'm going to read also courage. So I'm at, you know what I was reading that my dear, um, manifest good doctors for you, for your parents and your husband, um, manifest, um, help and support as you're going through this. Um, you know, as hospice needs to come in, you know, you're going to get those magical people. So use them to help you maneuver, these things as you stand, you feel like you stand alone because you don't stand alone. Okay. So now courage is the other card. Look at this dragon. Oh, so, um, Bev, um, it will be unicorn or dragon or wisdom of the Oracle. Uh, let's see. So courage. Got to get it here. Look at that magnificentness. So, so, Bev, it would be um, Wisdom of the Avalon, it will be um, Unicorn, or it will be Dragon, if you want one. Okay, so Courage. So that is nine. So you had seven and nine. So seven is about the spiritualness and having help, and nine is about endings with magical new beginnings. Courage. I love the eyes on this dragon. Look at that intention. Whew. Be brave. Stand tall. You've got this. This beautiful, powerful dragon comes to the four to four when you need to be strong, usually and on an emotional level. We may need your strength for many life situations. For example, when we have lost a loved one or are making huge life changes and we need an extra dose of courage. She is there to support you, an anchor to hold onto. She says, you are safe. It is fine to be strong and vulnerable at the same time. You are capable of a strong many things. And it's time for to acknowledge them and believe in yourself. 
Your depth of character is your ally. Your ability to trans tendency are your anchors. Your ability and tendency is your anchors. Now it is time to own them. Be brave. Stand tall. You've got this. You are far braver than you give yourself credit for. If you find your courage failing and your self-doubt taking over, call upon courage until you find your feet. She will guide you through any challenging questions, situations, and support your self-belief. All you have to do is ask. She assures you that everything is exactly as it's supposed to be, even if you are unable to see the bigger picture. Courage is a perfect meditational partner. Wow. So courage, courage and magic and manifestation. What a gift. You're very more than welcome, Veronica. My love is always with you, my dear. Okay, Bev, thank you for the uh, wisdom of the Oracle. I love this deck. This is one of my home decks that I love to use. Okay, so um, Bev, I'm going to ask you, you don't have to tell me um, but just put out there what you would like energetically. Uh, <laughs> I think the universe is speaking loudly. <laughs> Both dragons and this card. Okay, so uh, the mystery and focus. So these are your two cards, Bev is mystery and focus. And I love how it's the same path, just different intentions. So I will read both these because I want to 52 and 33. So you got a seven and a six. So those are um, seven is about the spirit going forward. And six is about home, getting back to home again. So let's go with um, the six. So 33, we'll do that one first. Focus. It is time to draw your energies inward. Let go of all the things that are superfluous or unnecessary at this time. Focus your intentions on the job ahead. Do what is in front of you, no matter how small the task. Clear focus is required. Your mind might stay. Be mindful to stay in the present. Avoid looking back or too far ahead. For it is only in staying in the true present, the now, that the power residing in the sacred journey marker can be used to be beneficial for all. Your path is marked with this need to regroup and remember yourself yourself of your goals. Then stay in the present time and do what is directly in front of you. Only one small focused step at a time will place you in your destination. So, about being focused, and I can say that about anything. Right now, I'm making plans for for July, but yet at the same time, though, I cannot make my plans until I get closer to July because it's about that energy. So being in the moment now, what do I need to do now? Okay, so 52 is the um, mystery. 52 is mystery. Mystery. And that's the same marker there. Okay. This marker directs you into the unknown, the mystery of the journey. It is the sacred place where all things are created, but not yet formed. It points the way to pure power and potential, which meets the magic of intention. 
It tells you that the magical, unknowable forces of destiny and fate are working in your life. The focus that you can never fully understand. Oh, the forces, sorry. The forces that you will you can never fully understand are in control here. Indeed, weaving their magic around you to help you fulfill your true purpose. There is, however, a warning to be humble here. The mystery reveals itself only when it chooses and not when, when or how you demand. The cosmic law operates here outside time and space, outside the human influences and intellect. Only hindsight will reveal their, their patterns. Only true trust and the deepest faith can your allies when you are in the mystery appearance as a sacred marker on your path. Sometimes it may seem as if you are going backwards, but truly, if you look at a spiral, it goes up, back, and around, reaching upward. Although it may seem at times that you are not, you are indeed processing. Trust the mystery and keep it going. For now, trust the thread of your life is woven into a pattern of the mystery with beauty, grace, strength, and purpose. This marker is the auspicious and profound omen that shows you that you are on the correct path. So with that, I think also, I know also, I don't think, that um, the cards that I just read about the dragons, call upon them to help you through your journey because right now it is about sometimes you know we're in the middle of winter so um in the northwest here or in the northern hemisphere here and it's about sometimes that it's not about saying it's time to go mercury just came out of retrograde uranus just came out of retrograde uh, mars just came out of retrograde so we're still in the process of changing things so it's not about putting the foot on the gas pedal to go yet it's about the process of really looking at what is the steps. Because I can tell you that every little step makes the difference in our lives right now. So becoming in, in um, partnership with your life, the, the points like me walking out and having a crow talk to me. You know, if you look at my um, spiritual um messages that I give, you know, walking out um, last night, not knowing what I was going to talk about. So I just kind of said, what do I need to talk about? The first thing that popped in my head was about partnerships. So how can we be more in partnership with the life around us by being in the moment, looking at the present? Because I can tell you that there's a whole lot of miracles in this moment. If we keep looking ahead, if we keep looking ahead, Blessings to you on this journey. Now, on Monday, what we are going to talk about is um, disappointment. Did we talk about disappointment? I think we're going to talk about disappointment on Monday. So on Mondays and Wednesdays, usually, I'm live um, on um, Facebook and my YouTube channel, Natasha Venter. You're more than welcome, Bev. <coughs> And so with that, that on Monday with Regan Forston, um, the Dance of the Soul, I'm on Facebook and Instagram. I mean, Facebook and um, my YouTube channel. Please subscribe if you are anywhere and wanting to follow me. And we will be having a discussion. Then on Wednesdays, Life Clarifications with Natasha. That's when I'm on Instagram if I don't have a guest and um, on um, YouTube channel. So with that, that, um, that going forward and, and being who we are, that these dances, and if you like what you hear and you only listen to podcasts or you like someone who likes a podcast, you can catch me, Life Clarifications with Natasha, anywhere. I'm on podcasts. So these shows go on to my podcast platform. 
I have over almost 400 videos. Can you believe it? On my YouTube channel. Now they are organized, so it's not overwhelming. I have a lot of two-minute videos that are very supportive, and you can look back on a lot of them because I have them all organized. I also have the mantra of the week going. So if you look at those, they can also be helpful for intentions. So remember, you are loved, you are blessed, and you can catch me live twice a week, 4 o'clock Pacific time, mainly on Facebook and on um, my YouTube channel, Natasha Venter. Blessings to all, and um, remember to call upon Jesus when you're looking at relationships with others. May love be with you. And know we're all being shooken up. Oh my gosh, the emotional ride has been very powerful right now. So if you are emotional, take a moment and have partnership with those emotions. Blessings to you. Bye now.